ready. Get ready. Get ready. For the steakhouse. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history. With Steve Shapiro. We've been doing this a long time, and I know what you're thinking. You're so youthful and relevant. The young people come to you in droves. Sandra Golden. I know! And little did we know it meant two different things. Rusty Menzel. You don't treat people that way and make Rusty rock. And Drew Butler. What are you going to say when it happens that I'm the man? Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And welcome to Monday morning. Steakhouse is open. Come get yourself a bite for the next two hours, the fastest two hours in radio. Steak and Sandra on uh, kind of a nice Monday winter morning. Yeah, it feels good. It's yeah. a little chilly getting up, but at least the sun's been out. Welcome back. That's been nice. Thank you. How was uh, Miami? Had a great time Miami. It was a very, very one of those. I jinxed myself so bad. Because uh, two trips ago, I was like, I haven't had a situation at the airport of, like, delayed flights. I mentioned it um, last time I was in New Orleans. That was the day we were delayed. I took, like, five or six hours. Mm-hmm. Didn't think we were going to get back to get back to midnight. Well, last night, it was mechanical issues leaving the gate. So we could not leave the gate. Then we got out on the runway, and there was another couple hours. So we had to go back to the gate. So I jinxed myself bad. Other than that... Listen, we had NFL football on, right? So I'm, um, you know, like so that I, four days in Miami is a long time. Yeah, I got there Wednesday. It was a night. couple's trip. Where'd you guys stay? So my buddy recently became one of those guys that has a, a house in Miami in the winter time, mm-hmm. right? I've, you know, what do I always tell you? you? You don't need to make a lot of money. You just need to have friends who have a lot of money, right? Hundred <laughs> You don't need a lake house. You need friends who have a lake That's house. That's correct. Like you, you have a lake house. That's right. Um. So a buddy of mine ended up down there. We all grew up together. I've known this guy 50 years, um, my closest friend, and he invited us down with just just couples and uh, just had a great time eating and drinking and uh, acting stupid and watching football. And, uh, you know, uh, South Florida has not had a good month at all. It's been rain in 50s and 60s, and mm-hmm. uh, we got a couple of uh, days of sun, though. So very nice time. Uh, these are guys that I grew up with, known for 50 years, so we had a great time down there. And um, just did stupid stuff like, um, you know, carry on and bet the games and do the whole deal. So uh, almost went to the Hawks and Heat on Friday, Friday night. But I had been there a couple of weeks ago for Hawks and Heat. That's the night DeJounte hit the shot, right? That's the right. three-pointer. Another shot. Like he's, yeah, I know. Uh, he hit two back-to-back. That was to back. something, yeah. right? And then, and then it wasn't uh, against the Cavs. So how are you doing? What's going on? Very good. I'm not feeling 100% today. Okay. So, but I had a great weekend. Didn't really get – we spent the day in Athens yesterday, and I put on Twitter uh, I wanted to go for a new place for brunch. Okay. So people – I mean, there must have been 100 recommendations. I just so appreciate that. That's cool. Um, so we landed up at the Hilltop Grill, which is – everybody said what a great choice. And yes. it was just a yeah, lot fun. of fun. So, I, yeah. so I'm sitting there at the beach – on uh, what day was it? Thursday, and I'm on Twitter, and I don't know what was going on with you and Mark Zeno, but Mark Zeno was on some kind of a heater, getting people fired up, and whatever Miss Sandra was doing, I guess you were being applauded for that. So, uh, what did he come in here with? What was what 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 it gets? What is it that Zeno comes in here that whenever I'm not here, people start losing their mind? 
Last time it was the Arthur Smith is the best coach thing, right? So this one was uh, Belichick and how, you know, why are we emotional? Why wouldn't you want Belichick? It was basically your exact argument, but he does it in a very special way. Of, um, well, by the way, I haven't argued that we should hire Bill Belichick. No, but I, your I, argument is is much like his. Why wouldn't you want him? Well, you yeah. know, you get into. But I don't know what it is. I've, I, you know, <laughs> he's just, um, yeah. God bless him, and I, I enjoy working with him. I really do. He's just a lot. But you had. He likely says the same about me. But so. you had to, you had to bow up a little. I bit, had right? to go golden on him, yeah. and then I, I prayed Panama for City? him. You I went pa- all Pan- Panama City scrappy. Happened two days in a row. Two so, days two, in a row. Oh yeah, it was Friday as well. So wow, yeah. Day Day, what what was what was going on here? I just kept getting reports of Zeno is on one of his deals. No, uh, listen, Sandra had to, you know, she had to be queen mother. Yeah. Right? She had to take him out back and discipline him a little bit, right? Yeah. Well, good for you because I guess that happened. Anyways, is we got lots on the coaching search today. We got lots on the NFL playoffs. A lot of big stories in sports. Just did our big uh, healthy show uh, prep, and uh, I'm going to promise you a lot of topics on the table. Healthy for show prep. I was like, wait, where where, where was I? Yeah, we, healthy show prep. We made like, smoothies, and we had our t- turmeric or whatever. I had one of those buddies, by the way, I was traveling with. Oh, what a pain in the ass. Sugar shaming you if you want to put any cream in your coffee. He's having a turmeric shot. I was like. Why? Because that's what they, because he's from uh, Chappaqua, New oh. York. You know what Chappaqua is? It's short very, for annoying. Very bougie, yes. bougie town. Yes, yes, And I was like, bro, I'm going to order the Belgian waffles. I want you to watch how much butter and, and syrup I'm about to put you. on these. You know what? Don't try And you to... have your turmeric shot over yeah. there. Let me know right? how that tastes. Let's do our mm-hmm. 9 and 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top 9 at 9. 9 on the Steakhouse. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Championship Sunday is set. The early game, your Chiefs at the Ravens, that's at 3 o'clock. You want to guess the line? Because I did not put this on the sheet. Oh, Chiefs at Ravens, Ravens by three. And a half, three and a half. Your later game, 6.30, Lions at the 49ers. The line is? Four. Six and a half. Okay. A lot of reasons to like the Lions in that game. Right, right. I mean, that's the similar number to the Packers number. And I think the Lions are a better team than the Packers. And after I know the Lions are a better team than the Packers, and Packers covered that game. Listen, Detroit has so many weapons. Yeah. That, that's the thing. And, Data, we were talking about it before the show. When you build through the draft, and by the way, yep. Falcons tried to do the same as the Lions, skilled positions. They just didn't do first-round top ten picks. No. When, when you add Laporta, although, although they certainly did with Jameer Gibbs, right? Yeah. Um, but Aiden Hutchinson, uh, Panay Sewell, like, they hit it right. I'm talking about their offense. I'm talking about their weapons on offense. Oh, yeah. Everywhere you turn, they got a weapon, a guy making plays, right? Definitely, without a doubt. And that offensive line should have got the MVP. of uh, he, That was the best unit on the field over the weekend. It was phenomenal. Last night, the Chiefs over the Bills, 27-24. Poor Tyler Bass missing that field goal late. To tie it, I think people are remembering that wasn't for the win. Yeah, that and, was and to get, tie yeah. it. So Pat Mahomes would have got the football with about a minute forty left in all and his timeouts. We all timeouts. know how that ends. Yeah. So let you know this is not. And, and, and listen, you had plenty of chances. You did not want to kick a field goal there. I think you knew Josh Allen was three straight incompletions. Had a guy open in the end zone, and they got second down. So like at the end of the day, okay, Tyler Bass, that's a big miss. 
I think the Bills knew on third and ten when they had another incompletion, this is not going it's, well. Yeah. You know that, what I mean? That play calling down the stretch there was questionable. The, car- the karma was not in their favor, right. even if they hit the field goal, which they don't. And the question is for Buffalo fans, is the window closing on their opportunities? Four straight postseason appearances without getting close, really. Falcons, I'll skip to that because we're going to do a big NFL segment breaking down these games at 10 o'clock. But Falcons last night, another name. They interviewed uh, Lions offensive coordinator Ben Johnson last night. He was supposed to go on Saturday but had to say, like, excuse me, I have a game. So Bobby Slowick yeah. and Ben Johnson were your Sundays. Yep. And I, uh, we don't have three hours for me to go through everybody they've talked to. We know that the second interview has not happened yet with Jim Harbaugh. The second interview with Belichick has. What are your thoughts? I mean, I, I think it's a done deal. Well, well, we'll talk about it after the break. I have very specific thoughts, and I think I have some pretty good insight as well. But it, it, it is – this Falcon thing is, is kind of fascinating to watch how this is all – playing out, but we'll talk about that coming up as well. Trey Young's in concussion protocol, y'all, as the Hawks are at Sacramento tonight. Our pregame begins at 9.30. They tip at 10 o'clock. So he left Saturday's game, if you were watching, about eight minutes or so in the fourth. And Isaac it's an Okoro, offensive foul. Yeah, yeah, but I don't mean I don't think it was intentional. No. I think it was just one of those sloppy elbows to the face. But boy, did he take it! Um, so we'll keep an eye on him. They said best case, just a couple of days of them watching him. And you know they, you know what they told him? Don't play video games. Don't like you know. Rest your eyes. Rest your mind. So all, right. all of you people with head injuries, yes. Rest your mind. Okay. okay? Uh, I want to bring up Nick Dunlap, who is your University of Alabama golfer. He's a sophomore. He goes out as an amateur and wins the American Express Tournament in California. He is the first amateur winner in 33 years in the PGA. That's Phil impressive. Mickelson was the last to do it. Right. To win it, to win it outright. To tournament win it as an outright. Wow. Yep. Yep. He was uh, five shots better than Christian Bazenhout. I think I'm saying that right. I'm bringing up Christian because. As a winner, Nick would have won $1.5 million. And I say would have because as an amateur, you're not allowed to take the money. So it goes, it doesn't go into a fund. Yeah, it goes to number two. Okay. There you go. That's stupid. Lose a tournament by five and still get a million and a half dollars. When we come back, real simple question. Who's interviewing who when it comes to the Falcons head coaching job? Because I promise you this, I don't know everything, but I know enough. All interviews are not created equal, and the Atlanta Falcons are proving that. And if Jim Harbaugh gets in the mix, they're going to prove it again. Steak and Sandra, fastest two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Fun two hours in radio. It's the Steakhouse. Yeah, let's go. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Steak, Sandra, fastest two hours in radio. Nine o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One day treatment. Life changing results advancedhair.com so I've been on let me try to think on the I don't think I've interviewed for job you don't really do that in radio right you don't really interview for uh, did you, did you always, interview always at every job I've interviewed 
What do you mean do you, you mean? didn't interview for a job? For like a position in radio? No, I don't think you usually there's an when you're hiring in radio, I don't know. It's it's not traditional sit down, there's eight candidates. Usually you're getting picked. You're moving yeah. from a smaller market to a bigger market. You look at a tape, you ask to hire the person, you negotiate terms. It's not the same as like there's ten people up for a job and everybody's vying for their interview to get to the next interview and the next interview. It's just not a traditional means. I'm trying to think when I've hired people over the years, I guess there was a level of interview. But I am fascinated by the process. I've always been fascinated by interview questions, who conducts them, how do you get to the next level. You know, nowadays, are they on Zoom? Are they in person? Um, or do they start a certain way and then eventually you come in in uh uh, in person, especially people working all over the country. So there's all there's all kinds of dynamics, and maybe at some point we'll have a conversation about the craziest scenarios, right? Um, my favorite scene, I should have thought of it earlier, best scene in Step Brothers is, <laughs> is when he's interviewing for jobs with uh, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. But my point is this Falcons interviewing process is kind of fascinating to me. You laid out last night, that must have taken you um, a New York minute, the interviews that have already taken place with Steve Wilkes and Brian Callahan and Mike McDonald and Brian Johnson and Aaron Glenn and Raheem Morris and Joe Brady and Anthony Bobby Weaver. I mean, it's, re- Anthony, it's, I mean it, it's just. Who haven't they spoke to is what we should. So play. how long, I mean, there's so many. How long are these interviews how serious are you about any of the candidates? And I understand why, if you're Bobby Slovak or Ben Johnson or even Raheem, although Raheem maybe not as much, why you take the interviews. The more interviews, the better you get at Absolutely. it. Absolutely. You never don't want to – you never turn down a job you weren't offered also. Mm-hmm. And it's probably a good process. But, guys, let's be honest. They are going through the motions in a lot of ways. Um, you know, when some when people – what do they say? When people show themselves, believe it. Mm-hmm. Like when they're right show in front them of who you. They are. Yeah, mm-hmm. when they show when they show you who they are, believe them. Right. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't on it, and I don't think anybody um, necessarily that we we are with day to day is on it. But the national media has been on the Bill Belichick to Atlanta from minute one. Mm-hmm. Right from minute one, it was Arthur Blank has it out in a in a like. Uh, endearing manner for Bill Belichick. Like, this is, he's going big game hunting, and he believes that Bill Belichick is the biggest big game hunting that there is, right? So um, we've been hearing it from minute one. I thought at first it was overblown. I said there's a lot of reasons why Bill Belichick to Atlanta may not make sense, or there's a lot of reasons why Belichick may not want to come here, or that there's a lot of people in the mix. But everything keeps coming back. To Bill Belichick, including him not interviewing with anybody else, mm-hmm. including multiple visits. Mm-hmm. So I ask you this: If Bill Belichick is having a second interview, now that's the term interview. Do you really believe it's an interview in the traditional sense of what are you going to bring to our franchise, or do you think they're talking about how are we going to build this thing together? I think it's Bill Belichick interviewing Arthur Blank and Rich McKay. I don't know. Certainly, it's a a back and forth, but Bill, so do you remember earlier on, the only other narrative we heard, and it was on NFL Live, and we had Laura Rutledge on, and she said to the commanders, so think about that, was like five weeks ago, I believe. So, for him to come here, how much control do I have? 
Who's my quarterback? How much money are we spending to get the quarterback? How? Tell me, are we trading for him? Are we drafting him? Who's in the room where it happens? Um, How I, is the structure of this organization going to work? There's Rich McKay. There's Terry Fontenot. There's your coaches that are left over from the previous regime. There's your scouting department. Um, what kind? What are you paying him? What's yeah? What's your commitment uh-huh. to winning? Yep. Right? How long do you think you'll be here? I, I can tell you this. You, you're at, you mean he's asking them, or they're asking him? How long Both. are you going to be there? Yeah. Well, here's what I I'm almost. I won't say guarantee, but I feel very strong. I was at the press conference. I've been around Arthur Blank for a lot of years. I've been around this organization for every single hire that Arthur Blank has made. I was there the day he got um, announced as owner in a tiny little conference room at the Fairmont Hotel in New Orleans, Louisiana. I was there when when uh, Taylor Smith handed over the reins to Arthur Blank. I think Roger Goodell was in the room. It wasn't a lot of people. It was in the Super Bowl in New Orleans. So I've seen the evolution of Arthur Blank. He, he in my opinion, is not hiring a coordinator. Those days are over. I think he feels like I need a guy that has run an organization top to bottom. Mm-hmm. No learning on the fly. No figuring out like you hear Arthur Smith say or Dan Quinn or others. Hey, I had to realize there's a lot of decisions the head coach has to make that I wasn't used to as yeah, a coordinator. Yeah, let's not audition here. Yeah. He doesn't get his first shot here anymore. Right. It that, has not bode well. Which is why I would say. I said Raheem Morris I thought was a was a major candidate for it, and I had no problem with Raheem Morris. I said, go get Raheem Morris, go get a quarterback, whether that's Reports Justin Fields. Reports are that Les Snead made the call as well and said this guy is the best. Raheem. Raheem. Yeah. Les Snead calls on his behalf. But I would say, I would I would bet a lot that it's going to be Bill Belichick and, and 2A and 2B are Jim Harbaugh and Raheem Morris. Mm-hmm. They are not. I heard it in the press conference a little bit from Rich. I heard it from Arthur that there is something to be said for a guy that has run a football team. We are on a uh, a short window here in Arthur's mind. I've I've, I've stockpiled these number one picks. I have uh, spent money last off season to go get guy like Jesse Bates and go add to our defense um, with Enyamata and and and. Uh, and Bud Dupree and guys like that that we decided to hang on to, and Jeff, uh, what is it, Akuda and, and whatnot. We got another window of money we can spend now. We have more cap space, mm-hmm. and I want a guy that has run a team. Of course, we have to go get a quarterback, but I'm ready to rock and roll. Tampa Bay is not much better than the Falcons. Tampa almost had a shot to win yesterday and be one win from the Super Bowl. I mean, the NFL is built – that, you know, you can bring in the right quarterback and, and coach and have a chance. Quick. Yeah. yeah, you can uh-huh. recover quick. Desmond Ritter? Yeah, so, um, so I also think that it's clear Bill Belichick doesn't have a second interview, and the reason we call it an interview is because that's the only term we know. It's not a real Meeting, tradition. you could say meeting. Yes. We're taking a second meeting. Dotting the I's, yeah. crossing the T's, what do you think of our roster, how do we put this thing together, Will you give up a little less control than you had in New England after having conversations with Bob Kraft and whatnot? Remember what Kraft said. Once Bill won his third Super Bowl, player personnel guys didn't have any say anymore. It was all Bill. Mm-hmm. We didn't have any say about hiring coaches. It was all Bill. Once you bring three Super Bowls to a franchise that had never won anything, you kind of get the keys to the castle. He's not getting the keys to the castle here. The relationship with Rich McKay matters. The relationship, if he likes Terry Fontenot or not, 
is going to matter. But I, I just think if it's not him, it's going to be Raheem, or maybe you convince Jim Harbaugh is the biggest fish. I think he's a bigger fish than Belichick, right? I think Jim Harbaugh Jim is. Jim Harbaugh's A. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, and Vrabel's right up there as well. So if you're watching the Chargers, because we're waiting on the domino to fall, the first hire, if you will. So the Chargers have fulfilled the Rooney rule, which meant they had to do a second interview with a minority in person. They completed that on Friday. So if, in fact, it's in play with Harbaugh, do they, is it done today? Is it done sooner than later? And uh, then, then we shall watch how this all plays out. I mean, I know we love hard knocks, and we love following the Dolphins this year, and we love following training camp. But I'll tell you, um, from a business perspective, or just in, in, to be a fly on the wall of what do you, what's a Jim Harbaugh, Arthur Blank sit down look like? You know what I mean? How much hardcore football is being discussed? How much of life and philosophies and how you build an organization is discussed? How much is Bill Belichick going through the Falcons roster and telling Arthur Blank, here's what I think of what you what you put together here. Here's why I think we can win sooner rather than later. When is money conversation on the table? Is that only with his agent talking to Arthur's people? Like, you know, there's a lot going on. But I would say if you're an Atlanta Falcon fan, and this is not to say that I – because none of us know how this plays out. And if you don't have a quarterback, it doesn't matter if you're hiring Vince Lombardi or, uh, you know, Newt Rockney mm-hmm. or Nick Saban. It doesn't matter. If you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to win. But I would think Falcon fans need to get ready that Bill Belichick is going to be at a press conference in the next 10 days and announced as the new If Falcon. he wants it, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he makes a second trip to Atlanta. I mean, it's just – and he's not interviewing with anybody mm-hmm. else. I like, what's, like, if I'm one of those other candidates – whether that's, you know, Ben Johnson or Raheem Morris or, you know, was it Bobby Slovic? Aaron, or Glenn. Aaron Glenn. I mean, there's, like, there's 30 of them. In my head, I'm like, well, Belichick hasn't taken any other interviews. So do I really have a chance at the Falcon job if these guys seem to be having a bromance, exactly. which is Arthur yep. and, and Belichick? And I know somebody goes, well, what does that tell you about Belichick that nobody else is interviewing him? Those other teams would interview him, right? Yeah, I think he's the one setting the map here of where I'm going and what I'm doing, and it's not the time to waste people. And he doesn't need practice in telling people what kind of tree he thinks you should be. Like, Belichick, if you were a tree, what would you be? Like, what kind of silliness is happening there? I think it's going to be more about if Bill wants it or not. And there's a lot here to like, but there's also who's this GM, what is he doing? Is he picking the players? And the quarterback is, is question number one. Yeah, how are we trading to get a quarterback? I don't see how the Chicago Bears don't get Caleb Williams at number one. He's a seminal-type talent at that position. Mm. They go backwards two more years in terms of having to pay their quarterback. If they commit to Justin Fields, they're two years away from paying stupid money. Deshaun Watts is making $40 million, right? Mm. Just look at the numbers, mm-hmm. okay? So you, you probably get a better prospect in Caleb Williams than what Justin Fields' s- ceiling is, right? Yeah, ceiling. And then Justin Fields is going to be available to us. What are we going to offer to get Justin Fields in Atlanta? Give up your eight, Give up your first pick, which is eight. And then next year's number one also? Mm-hmm. So are you giving up? And that Calvin Ridley pick, y'all. So, you know, the it, word it, is they want to re-sign they him. They do want the to Jaguars. That's him. what I just read well, over the weekend. We could use that pick for sure. Yep. So, you know, those. He wants to. <clears throat> he, he is dancing with a free agency, though. Get, going to get more money. No, I know. I get it. But those, to me, are the discussions going on. Like, what do we have to give up? What for, about uh, a Kirk field? Cousins? Would you take Kirk for a couple years, I, pay him $40 million? I, I promise 
Well, I, I don't know, but I promise you that's what they're talking. Exactly. Like, they're not interviewing Bill Belichick. And what, what's your what theory? What kind of tree? Of, yeah. And if you so, were a tree. Yeah. Give us, uh, I, you know, what would be a good question? What's the biggest mistakes you've made in the last five years? Why are the New England Patriots go from winning Super Bowls to being, you know, one of the worst teams in the National Football League? What would you learn about quarterback play the way Mac Jones was handled? Why do you have Joe Judge? Do you think he answers it like he does in those press conferences? I'm just worried about my next no, job. But, no, I'm just worried I'm just, about I'm, the I'm, next job. Yeah, I'm just on to Cincinnati. No, here's what I wonder. Does he have any humility? Does this kind of failure, massive failure, Tom Brady left and you failed? He did stick in his, like, post-game wrap-up in New England. I hadn't seen this many people here since Tim, we signed Tim Tebow. <laughs> I mean, all of a sudden he's doing shtick as right. he walks away. Well, what do you think? You think he's all of a sudden humble pill? Uh, no, I think he'll be a curmudgeon to deal with, but I but I think the first press conference, he'll he'll do what he has to do, and then he's going to be who he is. Bill Bell, you're not you're not you're not hiring to be win a popularity contest. You're hiring him to be a winning organization. And listen, there's nobody out there listening that knows. We don't know. You know, I know why they want to hire him. It could work or it could be a massive failure, right? And mm-hmm. you could say the same about every single hire, maybe with the exception of Jim Harbaugh, right? Because Jim Harbaugh has never really lost. Didn't lose at Stanford, didn't lose at Michigan, didn't lose with the 49ers. Yeah. That guy's never lost. So uh, when we come back, uh, yeah, Columbus, Ohio, they're throwing around a lot of money out there. Somebody's got cash and they're spending it. And who are they spending it on? We'll do the tailgate we come back. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. The show just hits different. It's the Steakhouse. On Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 9.45, Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration. One-day treatment, life-changing results. AdvancedHair.com. A lot of college football coming up. Ohio State not playing when it comes to getting to the playoffs. Well, playoffs are 12 teams, but getting to the national title game and all that is coming up in just a little bit. So um, let's. I want to address something before we get to our college football stuff. So back on uh, the 19th last week, Diana Rossini yep. tweets out, the Falcons have Bill Belichick as their top candidate, flying him into Atlanta on one of Arthur Blank's private planes last night. Dinner, more meetings to come per multiple sources. So... Yeah. You're in Miami, yeah. and I did. T- I was like, oh, I wonder where they ate. I know steak's going to be all over that. So you right. did. You tagged me, I think. Or yeah, something. I was like, dude, where do you think they ate? Right. So quickly, top ten list of possible dinner spots. Yeah, so, so I, I put out my top ten list. Yes. Almost immediately, Yeah. knowing Arthur Blank, knowing where the office is, and having a sense for where would Bill Belichick and Arthur Blank go have dinner. Okay. Right, so, okay. That's kind of what I'm supposed to do. That's on brand. No, correct? no, no. I know, but I'm just thinking. As I was watching this, I was looking for a couple of restaurants in particular, one that might have our friend Mr. Rathman Rathman Steakhouse on it, and you did you didn't. Oh. I was little like. Th- first of all, you're not wrong. These ten are amazing, but I well, just, just thought, mentioned Gosh. some of them. Uh, Blue Ridge Grill. Yeah, right by Arthur's office. Shops. Yeah, very. New York Prime. Yeah. Atlas. Umi. Bones, Marcel, Lagrada, Preachy, Kima. Okay. Kima, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Didn't okay. Do that. Sorry. So no Rathens, no Howls. Oh, dude. Well, I went, so, yeah. How do I not mention Aria? How, how do I not mention Howls? 
Aria and Kevin Rathman yeah. state. So I figured you, you were just poorly. I just think that I was like, he's probably in Miami having a blast. He just didn't I, go I was had put a too much thought in that. Pina coladas. So I want to apologize to <laughs> Hal, who is my good friend, because Hal's as iconic. Kevin Rathman steak is maybe the most famous chef in the city. And then uh, who's the other? Oh, Aria, Jerry Klaskala. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's an incomplete list. Thank you for pointing that out, that I was not on the top of my game. This is egregious. Do you hear me? Egregious. And, and It makes more sense now that you just said uh, geographically close. That makes actually more sense to where that's Arthur's why... office is. And, okay, but, and then the other yeah. thing is about Hal's. Yeah. So, but there's private rooms at Hal. It's too yeah, loud. There's too a lot loud. going on there. I don't think they had, in all seriousness, we have fun with the list. It's a great list. Here's how you should use the list. You got a business dinner in Buckhead with somebody coming in from out of town. Use that list for where to take them. That's a great list. I don't believe that Arthur Blank and Bill Belichick sat in a restaurant or a private room in the city of Atlanta. I think dinner was brought in. Would you agree? Yeah, a chef likely was called (laughs) and said. And maybe Kevin, who has cooked for Arthur before at his home and everything else. But thank you. Uh, I did did come up short on the list. Don't be so hard on yourself. I think you're going to leave out somebody. Yeah, I know. Sometime it's going to hurt. I know. My uh, Conti didn't say anything either. He probably was giving me some space. But, yes. He knows. Yeah, he knows I, I, I need to be better. It's time to tailgate. No, we tailgate. Take a look around the world of college sports. This is the tailgate on the Steakhouse. Brought to you by All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. While you were out, there was some real tears and sympathy for the University of Alabama losing some of their big names. Well, I was on the air with Rusty when Caleb Downs announced. That was a big deal, right? But Mike Johnson just summed it up for me like, dude, They'll we're be not, fine. We're not going to win in the portal now because they're not we can't allowed sign to. guys. Right. We they're can only lose to. guys. That's right. Thirty. Right. So the rule is, once your coach leaves, you have thirty days from his announcement that you can leave, but you're also not allowed to go get during that time. Right. So when it opens back up in, in April, April, it's yes. going to be another free for all. Which oh, I can't wait for that. So the big name was Calum Downs until Friday when we learned that the quarterback, uh, Julian Sayan, who was, and I was texting with Rusty, I go, how big a deal? He goes, that kid is huge. He's an unbelievable young man. Both commit slash transfer to Ohio State over the weekend. So they are. Yeah, I think Ohio State is not playing. Uh, Their big money donors had to just endure the insufferable Jim Harbaugh when it comes to Ohio State, beat him for a third straight year, and then go win a national title. And I think they're over it at Columbus. Like, whatever it's going to cost, go get us some players. Well, it's going to cost $13 million and, and, and counting. And if you'll recall, months ago when Ryan Day was in front of the podium just saying to the collective out there, hey, $13 million sounds about good. Well, that's the number reportedly they're at with more to come in and signing and getting and – you know, Day Day just said they could be the favorite after all is said and yeah, done and we fine. start into the season. Georgia's in a pretty good place, I'd argue, as well, right? In terms yeah. of who we just oh, yeah. who we just put in our own uh portal transfer, the receivers we just added and and the pieces, and then you start thinking about uh, somebody's bringing their quarterback back who's the Heisman Trophy favorite, right? Somebody has a kid named Ryan Puglisi as a freshman that everybody's raving about, not to mention, you know, um a full 
room in the secondary, tight end, wide receiver. I mean, dude, we're so loaded at Georgia as well. Yeah, and 12 teams. And, and Rusty tweeted out over the weekend, you guys, on that Saturday, this past Saturday, is the date that next year the national title game in college football will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Wow. So just think about cool. how late this is, which means you get more college football. I know, football, I love it. Great point. More I was games, the same thing. And, and I was thinking also about the campus games. Think about oh your God. school hosting Deirdre, a playoff game. How about going on the road? Right, as a playoff team going on the road to play in front of eighty to ninety thousand people where if you win you get to move on to the next round. What that's gonna be like. And um, the other thing is we won't know who and where it will be till that that Sunday. So then do you start if I'm a Florida State fan and they're playing in Columbus in a, in right. a, in a, on campus, that, and, are we going? Is it a quick trip? It's gonna it's much like the NFL. Yeah, I you mean, don't know. I, um it, it it'll be fascinating to watch. I I I think of it more for some reason. And I, don't mock me. I mean, Tulane has gone out and signed, like, seven portal kids who are four-star players. Oregon's quarterback, Bo Nix, now at Tulane, two kids from Alabama. My point is, there is going to be a group of five school on That's the road. It. Oh, absolutely. It's in it, right? Absolutely. So, this year, it would have been Liberty, right? This Liberty, year, would have been on the road. Liberty, Liberty, yep. So, two years ago, it would have been Tulane. A group of five team will be on the road at some SEC school trying to pull off the win of a lifetime. They're not trying to win a national title. One of those group of five schools is trying to win one game and, and to have move a blast. On. And yeah. that'll be fun. Let Boise State of the world scenario years ago. Remember that game? So. Yeah. Well, the NIL and the transfer portal are two of the things that are terribly wrong with college football. And the article from USA Today that dropped over the weekend of the amount of money that is used to pay off college coaches that either got fired or left in buyouts at these yeah, schools. The buyouts, right. It's well into a quarter of a billion dollars and counting because you don't know there's still, you know, assistant coaches to hire and fire and something's got to be done there. I'll spare you all the details, but all you need to know is Jimbo Fisher with the 77 million to go away. And there is no out, even if he goes and gets another job. Yep. So I blame the agents that allow that to happen. Well, there you go. Don't blame an agent. Blame the schools that actually schools. Get, yeah, there's no have, gun to head, right. y'all. There's never been a gun to head in a negotiation. So that was a little bit of college football. All right, good stuff, Sandra, always. When we come back, two really big guys that Sandra appreciates. And I'm not talking about her co-host here. I'm talking about uh, over the weekend, um, there's two fellas that I think stole the hearts. If you're not a curmudgeon. If you're a curmudgeon and agitated easily, one of these big guys probably annoyed you. But the other guy, everybody in America is hoping he goes to the Super Bowl. Who is he, and why does he have a real chance to have that happen? An NFL playoff weekend that was awesome. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.